Alright guys, welcome to episode 56 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I am Ever Castro. And today we're going to be talking about um, Cruella on Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, the uh, Disney uh, puppy killer devil wears Prada knockoff. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about Loki. Um, we're going to talk about a hidden gem on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Oh, mm-hmm. um, then we'll talk about uh, God of War 2 getting pushed back. Horizon Forbidden West being... Uh, a trailer dropping for Horizon Forbidden West. Um, Julio Jones going to the Titans. And KD taking offense to uh, to Jay Williams for reasons that seem ridiculous. Mm. Um, wait, did I say... Did I say episode 56? I don't it, remember. Yeah. I, I, I fucked but up. It is, I it's... fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. For the fifth time, I fucked up. But first... <laughs> I haven't watched or played anything new. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of new series coming out, but like, it's one of those things. Where it's like, I don't really know if I have enough like time. Like, I, I don't know if that's the way to explain it. It's just like I don't want to get invested in anything new because I've got a few things I'm already invested in right now. So like, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I can finish those or, or give those full attention. Yeah. So I haven't really and- started anything new. And some series are coming back. Like, I think, um, I forget which one comes back in June. Dickie comes, or uh, Dickie, the little Dickie one comes back soon, I think, this month. Dave. Dave. Um, Rick and Morty, I think, comes back soon enough. So it's like, it's around that time where it's like a bunch of shows that you go, oh, yeah, that one's coming back. Holy shit. The film season, whatever, right? Right. So um, I, I totally understand. And I feel the same way sometimes, too. Like, there was that show Underground. Um, on Amazon Prime by the director of Moonlight, and it's supposed to, or yeah, it's supposed to be really, really good. It's like ten episodes, but each one I, I would check Wikipedia, and each one's like long, long, like HBO mm. longer, longer, like sixty minutes to sixty-five minutes. And I was like, fuck, like that is a commitment. I've heard it's amazing, <laughs> but it's like, fuck, like, that is a commitment. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, so I haven't started that one yet. That one I'll keep putting on the back burner for a while. I gotcha. Um, but, um. After I've gone through uh, my little spiel, um, what have you uh, actually, since you decided not to watch Underground yet, um, what did you decide <laughs> to watch so far? Yeah, yeah. So I actually have um, a movie and two series, uh, but the movie was, I went to see Cruella in theaters, and it's the uh, the movie with uh, Emma Stone mm-hmm. um, about Cruella, the, the villain from 101 Dalmatians. And I had heard kind of mixed things about it before I went in. Like I had heard people saying that it was terrible or that it was kind of boring. And then some people saying that it was actually pretty good, that it was like a, a, a bit of a surprise. Um, so I going uh, before you even give your uh, your review mm-hmm. from an outsider's perspective of someone who doesn't really like, I never really liked 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not watched this movie yet. When I heard they were doing a Cruella movie, I was like, okay, so is this just going to be like a 
there's a there's a set of books, um, like where it's it's telling like old fairy tales from like the other side. Like I, the super popular one that came out was Wicked, which mm-hmm. is like it's from the perspective of the Wicked, which is the West, I guess. Oh yeah, um, like the musical too. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know which one of those came first. I know like. I know I had seen my dad read the novel, so hmm. I don't know if there, it was a novel and then turned into a musical, and then I think they made a movie, maybe? Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Um, for some reason, I want to say it was Angelina Jolie, but that I could just be getting that in, like, Maleficent. Maybe. Maleficent, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think they've been, they've been trying to say that the movie's going to come out for, like, years now. I think Universal has been being, like, the Wicked movie coming out soon, so... It might have been the book, and then adapted into the musical, and then I think they were trying to make a movie of the musical, and it just never came together. Okay. So, anyways, so I was like, this is just going to be one of those, right? It's going to, mm-hmm. like, somehow try and turn Cruella, as we know her, into, like, some tragic figure, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, so, so from there, I was like, that's kind of fucking hard, you know, considering <laughs> she murders puppies. Like, yeah. She couldn't come up with... A less sympathetic, like, 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 Wicked Witch of the West at least lost a sister to a house. You know what I mean? Like, like, this is like just murdering puppies. It's literally the worst thing you can come up with. Actually, as someone who's never seen 101 Dalmatians or cared for it, um, I don't, I, I said murder puppies. I feel like that's what we're kind of given. Does she actually murder the puppies, or does she just like shave them? Like, no, she, like, she's like supposed to. She wants to kidnap them, or she kidnaps a bunch, or right. doesn't she, she want to make like, clothes with them? Basically, yeah, she wants to make a coat out of the skin, and that's like her main like. Trait. Okay, yeah. So yeah. she's a psychopath, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So with that being said, I was like, you cannot come up with a less sympathetic figure uh, than like someone who's like, I want to make a jacket out of puppies. Um... And then I saw the trailer, and I was like, this is the most loose Cruella thing I've ever seen. It's like, like, like just, just the costume is the only thing. Yeah, really it's just keep. the costume and a name, um, yeah. and that's it. And I was like, okay, so I guess this is a whole different movie. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, then I was torn, because I thought the movie could be good, right? Because I, I what I thought the movie was going to be, there was zero way that was going to be good. So I was like, okay, this has a chance, but... I feel like the whole fucking Cruella thing's super shoehorned, so that means it's probably going to be bad. And that's where I stood. But then <laughs> it came out, and I felt like I saw, kind of like you're saying, I definitely saw some people that weren't high on it, but I feel like I saw more positive reviews. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's crazy, because that is not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, yeah like, it. I, 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 was, I was pleasantly surprised. So, like, I, um, I mean, it's not, like, perfect, and it's not, like, amazing. I, I think... Um, Start of things I did like. Like, I did like her performance. I thought she was great. She was, like, sort of just hammy enough. I think her... Well, her and Emma Thompson, who's, like, the main villain of the story. Yeah. It's like it's like a Devil Wears Prada mix. I was just about to say it's Devil Wears Prada and she's Meryl Streep. Yeah, exactly. Um. And and <laughs> she's very good. They're, they're both, like, hamming it up. Just, like, giving up those British accents. Like, oh, and, like, being, like, posh and shit. And so she's right. good in it. Um, And her accent is, 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 like... Like, I wasn't like, wow, she sounds terrible. Like, it sounds believable right um i think her she's got like these two sidekicks that i think are in like the 101 dalmatians one of them i don't know who the guy plays it but the other one is played by paul walter hauser and he was the main guy in that movie richard jewell about the bombing Mm -hmm. and then he was also in black klansman and he was in i tanya 
And he's someone who, like, every time he pops up in a movie, like, I Tanya, that's when I first saw him, and he fucking stole that movie. And I remember being like, that guy was really good. Is he in anything else? And he hadn't been. I think that was, like, one of his first ones. And then when I saw him in Black Klansman, and then when I heard he was in Richard Jewell, I was like, okay, this guy's, like, really, really good. And I, that's one of the reasons that I was excited to watch this one, because I like him as, like, a side character. I would like and to say was... that, I, that I, just, uh, I just looked this guy up. I've mm-hmm. never seen him in my life. Um, mm-hmm. It says he's been in... Richard Jewell, which I've never seen. I, Tanya, which I've never seen. Cruella, The Five Bloods, which I didn't see. Oh, I didn't um, see The Five Bloods either. Black Klansman, which I have not seen but wanted to. So, I was like, he clearly is, like, a big name for him to get cast in all these movies that turn out great. Or maybe not a big name, but he's, like, someone to look out for, but I've just never seen him. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's, he's, I think, his best performance, I think, is... um. The Itania one, where he plays like he plays one of the bumbling people that tried to sabotage the the other ice skater's knees or what or her, her leg or whatever, Nancy Carrion's leg, and he's great in that. He's just like this bumbling idiot, like henchman to the main guy, um, and so he's like great in it. Um, the costumes are great, like it just like well the whole movie. And co- the costumes, the music, like the sets and stuff, it just looks expensive. It looks like Disney just threw all the money in the world at it. Like, every five seconds, it's like a Scorsese movie where there's like this famous movie or this famous song plays. Bro, I I know that like... I'm trying to think how to explain this. Alright, so like I said, I, in my head when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is Devil Wears Prada, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is mm-hmm. Cruella, Disney, Devil Wears Prada. And then like... I know every trailer is, like, it's going to have giant set pieces, and, like, it's going to always look like the best version of what a movie could always be, right? Mm -hmm. When I saw that trailer, I was like, yo, this is a lot. And I guess that's, like, what you're saying when it's, like, expensive. I was like, she, like, walks out of a building, and there's, like, tons of lights and people, and, like, the camera, like, punches punches in and goes out. Then I see, like, a car chase. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, mm-hmm. this is so... Like you said, it looks expensive. I'm like, this is so much going on for this Cruella movie. Like, it's yeah. just like... I, I don't really know how to put it into words, but you said it looks expensive. In my head, I was like, yes, because I remember the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being like... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, like every costume. Like someone flashed like the biggest diamond ring in front of my face for the whole trailer. Like I was yeah. like, what is that, happening? That's exactly how it is. Like, you know, um, every costume, her thing is that, like, Cruella's thing is that when she's like the fashion designer persona or whatever, is that she, like, uh, it can't be mundane. It's always got to, like, be flashy and get cut up. And, and it's got, like, this weird punk aesthetic that's, like, punk chic right. look to it. That's, like, Gucci mixed with, um, you know, the 1970s. And. Every time she shows up with something new, and it's just she's like, "Oh, I just made this this morning," and it's like this ex- in, in ridiculously intricate outfit. And Every time she shows up in a new outfit, it's like in the fucking Hunger Games where she spins and it catches fire. Yes, it's exactly yes. <laughs> but every and, and single outfit's like that, right? And then in the trailer, she's like, "Wait, there's one where she's wearing this black mask and it looks like a Catwoman mask." And I remember being like, "Oh, it's just a simple strap." And then when it closes up, it's like a thousand little pieces on her face that make up the mask. And like, there's like a, a, a nose jewel that then connects to like an under the eyes jewel. That's like, an, I'm, I'm just like, this looks expensive as fucking shit. Like this must've cost so much money. And for Cruella, that's the part that's nuts to me. But yeah. Continue. Well, it, it, and it sort of frames this thing where like, 
instead of like they have like these like fashion sort of combats about who can be like the flashiest and stuff and that's what i liked i was like oh that's an interesting way of putting it but what i didn't like what so it's like a fun time but what i didn't like is the runtime like that's one of the things i just didn't like straight off the bat i just didn't like it it was about 10 to 15 minutes too long where when it's ramping up to you know the final fashion show or whatever um i was literally like oh shit oh my god really like you just, like you can't. I'm not checking my watch, but you kind of go like that. Oh, okay, right? Because a good movie, if if the pace is going, you shouldn't even think about any other stuff. Your mind should be right. just like movie, yeah, right? Absolutely. But for that one, I'm just I was like, oh, okay. Well, then they revealed that, and I thought that was the finale, but it's actually the the end of the second act. Oh, okay, all right. Well, hopefully the third act will. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not it's not slow, but the pacing is a little bit. It could have been a little bit sharper, right. which is kind of weird considering that you could see the Scorsese influences all over it whether it's like the camera constantly moving if somebody's talking like on a counter on the phone the camp they start on one end of the counter the camera starts on the other and they sort of do this thing where like they talk and the camera moves as they move and so they end Mm -hmm. up on the other spot sort of just to continuously have like this feeling of movement so that the movie feels snappy and jazzy um so for, for a movie that visually is so influenced by him it doesn't have those quick sort of pacing step to it um so that's one thing i didn't like um the other thing i didn't like is it's kind of like it's almost it's too full, right? Like it, 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 I would have loved it for it to be a little bit more compact, a little bit more about just because it tries to be like, I read an article that explained it a little better. They were like, if he tries to be the villain and the hero, but it doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be in the anti-hero, but doesn't want to do like a uh, origin story of the villain, but then doesn't want to do, wants to do like a fashion show, but doesn't fully commit to it, but then wants to be like a revenge story, but then doesn't do the revenge story fully. It wants to be mean girls, but then also the devil's product. So it tries to be too many things at once mm-hmm. that it sort of just becomes, like you're just like okay, like which what's the theme you're trying to tell me? Like what's your what's what 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 are you trying to tell me at the end of the day, kind of thing? Right. So that's like what I dinged it. Um, I think if it would have been like hour forty five, hour fifty, I would have loved it. I would have been like that was breezy. That was just fucking pretty people wearing awesome shit with awesome music in the nineteen seventies with snappy dialogue. Um, but instead, it's like a two hour and just like some change, like two hours five, two hours and ten. Um, one that that's just being like held down. Um, what was the movie? The Army of the Dead is the sort of same thing where I feel well the movie itself, you know, as we talked about the last few weeks, it's not very good and it gets worse as I remember it. But I think if it would have been two hours flat, I would have forgiven some of the shortcomings a lot more. Right. Um, and I feel the same about this one. Yeah. So I think I I would love to say this one seems like one I would. If I had more time, I would definitely check out at some point. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, I may eventually, you know, end up thinking it's bad like I do with Army of the Dead. But yeah, um, if you had to choose one currently, I mean, I know this one could be worse. Um, so like actually, Uh Which one were you more pleased with is the best way I explain it. I'm not necessarily saying which one's better. Not necessarily saying... You know, because they're, they're very different. So it's right, hard to right. say, like, oh, watch Cruella instead of Army of the Dead. Because, like, I don't imagine there's a whole lot of overlap. Um, right. But which one were you more pleased having watched? Yeah, um, like, coming out of it, like, damn, like, you should come out with, like, a little pep. Yeah. Um, like, so, like, the peak of, of, of it, of the peak of, of something, a movie like this would be, like, Knives Out. Where you come out, you just, like, fuck yeah, movies, let's go. I really want to fucking see that. I still haven't seen that. That shit's, oh, like, it's... it's been on my list the moment mm-hmm. it came out. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really good. And it, it, it's sort of that crowd pleasing one where there's like just enough little bit of extra thematic stuff that you kind of go like, there's like some meat here, right? Some real red right. meat stuff. Um, that being the peak, I would say Cruella is probably above Army of the Dead in that. Okay. In that thing, where like Army of the Dead, I came out of it, I was like, well, I enjoyed it. There's like some stuff I want to think about, and like the ending is like a cliffhanger, but it wasn't like oh shit, it was kind of like oh okay. Whereas this one, I was like, ooh, that was fun. That was good music. That was a good time. It was a little long, you know. I kind of wish they would have kept it a little bit clearer, but I had a good time. Performances were good. So I, I definitely would have to go to uh, with Cruella on that, okay. in that criteria. Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that makes me feel better about wanting to see it. Uh, so we'll go with yeah. that. Um, I, I mean, I, I think, so right now, you know, they're doing the Disney Plus and theater thing. I yeah. definitely don't think it's worth 30 bucks, um, right. which is what the... Excuse me, what the premium cost is, which is I think it's been for that for Mulan and Raya and stuff. Um, I paid five bucks on a Tuesday, so gotcha. that's why I felt that's, good about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, but if you would be like, pay thirty bucks at home, um, unless you're having like family over or a bunch of friends over to like watch it with you, not really, not worth it. No. Right. Okay. Cool deal. Um, and what uh, is there anything else you were wanting to talk about? Because I know you said there was what a TV show as well. Yeah. So. Two TV shows. I'll start with one that I, I want to talk a lot of, uh, you know, sort of one that I'll talk about next week. So, which is um, Mayor of East Town. Okay. Uh, have you heard of this show? Uh, it's the one with Kate Winslet. Extremely briefly and like, not, I don't even know what it's about. I've just mm-hmm. heard of the name. Yeah. So it's a it's a show on HBO Max that just ended mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And it's like a detective story where like, you know. It starts off, you meet the town, and then at the end of the first episode, <gasps> a murder. And it's like, oh shit, Kate Winslet plays a cop. Uh, she has to, you know, uh, figure out the murder. But what's going on is that her life is also falling apart. <gasps> Which is, of course, you know, every other in, um, yeah. detective story ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like, so even I'll The about... Wire is like at the very exactly, beginning. Yes, it's exactly. Like, it's like drunk it's, driving in exactly. and shit. Yeah, it's like McNulty stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think um, I'll talk about it more next week. I tried to finish it before because um it's only seven episodes Mm -hmm. so i i try to finish it squeeze it in um but the thing is that they're they're all like hbo an hour long right so they're all like almost like 58 59 minutes right Right. so i try to squeeze it in i watched one just before we recorded and um i will say i i think it i was told i i was told and i assumed that it would be a lot bleaker than it is Okay. Which is to say, I thought I was going to be watching it and be like, oh my Christ, oh God, this is bleak. There's like, you know, people are just being sad and depressed and it's right. like, oh. Um, and it is, you know, you know, people are going through shit. There's, you know, just with depression and some other stuff. Um, but there's also really, really funny moments, like genuinely funny moments. Um, and it's really light and it's like you, you meet this town and it's like, it's not all dreary and depressing, right? So I, I think if you're listening to this, and, you know, before I talk about it next week, if you want to watch it, I definitely recommend it. I don't think it's it's down and dreary or, like, oppressively, like, hard to watch. Right. Um, did you ever watch True Detective, the first I season? was going to say True Detective seems very dreary. Um, I've yeah. heard, or, like, not dreary, uh, bleak. Um, yeah. And I've and never that watched is. it, but I do want to see it. It, it it is very good, and I think it 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 the filmmaking in that is like that's like peak prestige TV. I think the story is so good, and the and the, and the, the directing is so sharp that I think it totally makes it worthwhile, Who's even the if first it is. Group? Hmm. Sorry. So true. There's two seasons of True Detective, right? Uh, three, three, three. But the All first right, so who's one. The first. Yeah. Who are the first group of detectives? Is, or, um. 
Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, okay. And um, it's directed by uh, Corey Joji Fukunaga, and he's the one that's directing the new James Bond movie that's coming out eventually, okay. whenever it comes out. And okay. he's really, really good. He, um, I think you should, uh, well, so a little bit of sidebar on him is that he was going to make the It movie. Okay. And then his movie was going to be a little bit more out there than Warner Brothers wanted to make it. And so they replaced him with the guy who made who ended up making the It movie. I feel like I remember hearing something about this. Like, I didn't know, like, the names yeah. or anything well enough. But I do remember hearing there was going to be a otter, or not, yeah, there was going to be a more, um... Sort of cosmic? Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, more like, yeah, more like in spirit with some of the wackier stuff of... Stevens or Stephen King's book, right. and when he when when people when I first heard that he'd been replaced, I was like, God damn it, this is fucking bullshit! Like <laughs> Corey Joji's gonna be awesome, and they're replacing him with the guy who did Mama, and like this is gonna suck. Like, um, but then looking back now and seeing how much of a hit the first it was, um, I think it was the right decision. I think if it hadn't been as grounded, yeah, grounded, accessible, I think I don't think it would have made you know, close to a billion dollars. Right. So I think they made the right decision. Um, I never watched the first one or the second one, but I heard the second one was absolute ass cheeks. But um, it, the it movies. Yeah, the second. Oh yeah, part two. Yeah. Um, Oh, it it one is fantastic. It one, I think, and I think the reason that it one works and it two doesn't is because I think just fundamentally it's a story about kids. I think I I think the moment that you make it adult, like, like if you make it a kid go, a ten year old kid go, I saw a clown, he was scary. Nobody believes me. That sort of is easier story to tell than to an adult being like, yeah, yeah. to digest than like an adult being like, I saw a clown and whatever. Because then they they would just be like, oh, okay, well then let's follow you. I believe you. You're an adult, right? Or you're crazy. <laughs> We're gonna lock you up, right? Um. Yeah. But anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mary It's um, yeah. it's not oppressive. It's 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 light. I mean, it does deal with dark shit, but it's good so far, and, and I'm excited to finish it up. But I'll talk about it next week. I should. I'll, I'll finish it up. I got two episodes left. Okay. Um, and the other thing. And the other thing is uh, Loki on Disney Plus. Okay. And so this is the new, um, you know, the new Marvel show. Right. After WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And this one deals with, of course, like the titular character of Loki. Mm-hmm. Um. And so by the time of this recording, only one episode is out. Um. Uh, and I would say. This one episode is better than the entirety of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Damn! Just in, just in terms of how much I enjoyed watching it, like just <laughs> just so, so like I I liked when Falcon and Winter Soldier. It was fine. It got what it, it you know was what it was trying to be. It was mm-hmm. serviceable. It's fine. This one, like from like the first few minutes, they do something. They do stuff with like time, time not time time travel sort of time cop stuff like time. Uh, Imagine, like, Men in Black, but for time. Mm-hmm. And the whole episode is about him, you know, being asked to do a mission for them because he broke the time for what he did in Endgame. Okay. Um, and that, the, just, like, seeing the little inventive ideas and the way that they deal with time and, and, and the little Easter eggs that they do in Marvel, by the time the episode ended, I was like, holy shit, let's go. Like, this is, like, right. this is, like, the best Seven one. Seven more episodes of this or however many are in one of these scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Um, I will say I felt that way about, you know, WandaVision early on too. And then by the end, it was just like, okay, 
Mm-hmm. So I'm it, the show might um, let me down like that. Not let me down, but like it won't stick the landing as amazingly as it launches, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. In the episodes are actually a little bit more like hour long episodes. I think Falcon okay. and the Winter Soldier, all of those were about a half hour. Wandavision was about a half hour, and this one I think ended up being about like 50 minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so, I know, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and I know you said that you were going to wait to see how like in a little bit, in a few months to get Disney Plus. But I, I mean, this might be the show that I think makes me go, dude, you got to get it. You got to watch these. Like, this show is like awesome. So can I go ahead and hit you with the fact that I actually already have Disney Plus? Oh, oh you did? Oh, <laughs> I just, I yeah, you... I ended up getting it. I was literally right when I was about to say something and then I was going to, I was like, stop to let you continue your thought. I was mm-hmm. about to be like, and your boy has Disney Plus now. So I'm about to watch it. So yeah, um, I actually just got that. Um, Nice, nice. So I was, I mean, I say, oh, uh, two things. Uh, okay. One, definitely we'll watch this one and we can maybe even watch it like simultaneously. Okay. Um, Do you think two, I need to have watched WandaVision or? Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no. I think this one is all on its own thing. It's like sort right. of. Yeah, all of them are kind of, right? Like, yeah. Except, oh, for yeah. Maybe, except for maybe Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I feel like might have. I, I, I take that back. I don't know the ending to WandaVision, but, like, at least out of all the premises, out of all of them, premise, premises, premises, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) like, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier one has the most obvious link between Phase 1 and Phase 2, which is that, like, the Falcon is gonna become Captain America. You know what I mean? Like, like, I can see why that show links, like, or not Phase 1, because they're out of Phase 1, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, all the the Thanos stuff to the next act or whatever it's going to be like that one has the most clear-cut tissue yeah. for like if you didn't watch this you might be confused when you f- first start watching like the next captain america movie um but mm-hmm. and they were trying to um i mean the plan was before covid was to have winter uh, um falcon and the winter soldier would premiere Widow, before right? wandavision or, oh okay okay and so they were going to do it so that that would be the first one and it sort of gets your feet wet with like a more prototypical marvel thing and then they hit you with the wacky shit Okay. Okay. Um, Maybe so, that's how I'll watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, now that it's all there, I mean, like it doesn't, and they're and they're not connected. Maybe that is a good way to be like, ooh, okay. Like now we're yeah. doing this. Um, was it? Oh, a little sidebar or a little side note. Now that you got Disney Plus, have you heard of the show Bluey? Bro. B L U E Y. That's just the one of the best kids shows. Like, I'll it's so fuck. good, right? The real quick. Every time I watch that show, mm-hmm. I feel like shit because all I want to do is be like the dad in Bluey, and I'm yeah, like, I'm dad. not that good. I'm not that good. <laughs> He's better than me, straight uh-huh. up. Every uh-huh. time, it's depressing, but it's fucking amazing. It, it's so good. A, there was a short period of time. Oh, but when we, so there was a before we started getting like. Like, we all, all we had was Netflix and cable mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, like, we dropped cable and I've picked up some of the streaming services or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when we had cable still, like, Bluey would pop up every once in a while, like, while we had Disney playing for Julian when he was little. And, like, that was the one that I would most, like, catch myself just enjoying on my own. Right, like an actual, like, a show show, right? Like, right, so, it's so good. Um, I heard, I forgot who was talking about it. I think somebody was talking about it in a podcast, and they were just glowing about it. They were like, this show is amazing. It's so good. good. 
And so then I went home, or I was at home in Asheville a couple, I think almost a year ago now, a couple months ago. And I pulled it up uh, for my niece. And I was watching. I'm like, these show, this is like good, good. And like, it's, it's so like, good. Funny. It's so good. <laughs> I know this is so ridiculous. But I'm like smiling like ear to ear because like, I mean, who the fuck am I to like, what would my life be if like I walked up to other adults that didn't have kids and were like, hey, have you checked out Puppy Dog Pals? And they'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I would have never went up to anybody and been like, you ever watch Bluey? But the fact that you brought it up is so fucking lit because that show is amazing. It's so good. And, and, you know, you mentioned Disney Plus. And I think the, the second one just, the second season just premiered. Oh, shit. So I think you got another, like, 80 episodes there waiting for you. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Um, um, yeah, that it was, I'm, I never, when you said, like, two things, and, like, one of them, I can't remember what the first thing was already, but I was like, he's going to tell me to watch Mandalorian, and I'm not going to fucking do it, because I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> and then you were like, have you heard of Bluey? I was like, boy, have I ever. Uh, that shit caught me so off guard. But yes, now Bluey's great. Anybody out um, there, if you have a child or have not a child of your own, but any other young toddler that will ever be around you, use that as an excuse to turn on an episode of Bluey without getting judged and just realize that it's like one of the best kids shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the art design. I love that look. Like that sort of like, um, like boxy, paper. but like round edge edges, oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. looks like um I can't I am trying like when I saw it I was like, ooh, this looks like something and I couldn't place what it was. It's like, like big it's bubble like, letters. It's like big bubble letters. Yeah, yeah. And I love that look to it. But it's like um sort of like uh conc- it's like blocky but like not hard blocky but in the right. like, colors look everything's great. made out of large squares and rectangles, but they're all rounded corners. That's the mm-hmm. best way yes. I could like yep. like, like yep. every Every dog is just like a large vertical rectangle with a horizontal large rectangle at the top, but then they just round it all off. And it, but it's perfect. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Also, yeah, for some it... reason, I love the way their legs and arms move because their bodies are perfectly straight the whole time, but then mm-hmm. their legs and arms just do like full fucking like spaghetti noodle movement, but it still works. Yes, like, yes, it's, yep. like a... mm-hmm. it's so good. It's so good. And so. Um, yeah, I think it, 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 you know, I, I think even if you're like a, a, a just like a person, yeah. like just like, like an adult human and you don't have kids, or you don't hang out around kids and you just want to have something on in the background while you do some chores or clean your house or it's like a sunny Saturday and you just want to have like nice noise going on, just put it on. Like, I think it, it's like great just like having on and just to make you feel better about living I guess. Right? It's such an upbeat, just, like, happy-go-lucky. Like, like as a kid, I loved the fucking, what is it, uh, Powerpuff Girls? But they were just beating the dog shit out of Mojo Jojo, right? right? So, it's <laughs> like, that didn't really get you in the mood. This shit's just the most, just, like, upbeat fucking Mr. Rogers Neighborhood type shit. Um, like, yeah, it's I, so good. And, like, the only reason I said is if you're around a kid, because, like, I don't... I don't know how I would defend myself if someone walked into, like, my apartment or my house and I'm just fucking watching Bluey. Like, <laughs> it's like, bro, what are you doing? You're like, it's so good. Like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
totally recommend Bluey to anybody who's listening. Uh, Low key, I'm very excited about it. It's it, like it's off to a great start. Mayor of Easttown is pretty good. I gotta wrap it up. So it, it's been pretty good on TV. And, and I'll probably, I probably won't, unless you started and you want to do like a week to week and some big shit happens, we can do that. But I was just gonna sort of bring it up once it ended in a couple weeks. But if you started, we can talk about it, especially if big shit happens. Because you know, there was like some WandaVision, WandaVision episodes where like mm-hmm. some shit was going down where I was like, I, I need somebody to talk to because like shit, shit is like going down. Like there's right. like some like big stuff happening. Um, but uh, but yeah, all of those on Disney Plus. So totally recommend it. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a complete aside, right? And mm-hmm. this is only very loosely gonna somehow transition to a next topic. But you brought up that it's hard to digest like it. The it part two where it's like full grown adults being like, oh, I saw this like you know this clown and people are like, I don't believe you. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I'm a full grown adult. I'm not just making shit up about a clown. You know what I mean? Like, right. like what what kind of fucking asshole do you think I am that I would just as an adult walk around making up stories about a clown? Um, right. So what? It reminded me of a conversation I just had recently with a friend of mine who apparently went and played through and completed um, the the Slender Man game on PC. So I'm going to like, I don't know. This isn't really even a spoiler. Cause I'm not going to tell you anything about the end of it, I guess. But mm-hmm. like the premise is basically that like, he, he said, first of all, he said it's super convoluted, but he was like, you're, you're, you're a character, right? You're, you're main mm-hmm. character. And then like main, you have friend a of main character and she's like, I'm moving because my house is in the woods and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I don't know if she says she thinks it's haunted or, or whatever, but she's moving, right? And so mm-hmm. you go to help her move. And he's like, and then when, he's like, then when you get there, there's, like, bloody writing on the walls, mm-hmm. right? Like, you show up to help her move. There's bloody writing on the walls. There's blood and shit knocked over everywhere. And then there's a note, like, a bloody note that says, like, like, Meet me or find me, one of those two phrases, mm-hmm. like, I'm in the woods. And he was like, he was like, the whole premise of this fucking game is stupid because I promise you, the very, he was like, he was like, he was like, I might would step out of the house and like, maybe take a few steps into the woods and just like mm-hmm. call out for you. But then if I didn't hear anything, I would immediately go back and like call the police. And I was like. What the fuck are you talking about? The moment I walk into the house with blood everywhere, I'm not even going in the house. Like, I'm going to be like, <laughs> police, call. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? You're yeah. right. He was like, I would fucking, he was like, I would, he said, I would just lie as much as I could to get as many people over there. He'd be like, he was like, yeah. I have hostages. I, I'm going to kill somebody. I'm setting fire to the forest, send the fire, the firemen. Also, I'm bleeding out, send the ambulances. Also, there's a nuclear bomb in here, send the army. Like, <laughs> like if there's just like a giant bloody house and there's a supposedly a monster in the woods, he's like, I like, like I would just lie to everybody. I'd be like, <laughs> I have secret information about Osama bin Laden, send the CIA, like, send the FBI. Uh, it was just I was like and it's like that level of like you know sometimes for whatever reason you just can't like stomach it you know what I mean like yeah and I don't even know because like 
there's that in every movie, right? Like, every movie, there's always a guy who's like, I'm going to go do this. And you're like, don't. That's stupid. And then he does it, and then you just, like, kind of move past it. But, like, for some reason, sometimes, like, at that game, he was like, I would not fucking go. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Especially because the pretense of you going to there is to be like, I'm just helping him move. Like, like no. <laughs> there's blood everywhere. I'm out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That, that just killed me. And it just, like, it made me think of that. And now my super weak transition. I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, did you speaking of like Slenderman or like the, that game? Did you did you ever play like the original original ten years ago Slenderman game? I think nine years ago. I think that's the one he's talking about. Is, is it not? It, well, well, the one that I was the, I played it on PC and it was just like you go around picking up notes. Yep, that's it. And you just have to like turn around and stare at him, and if you stare at him, he doesn't move. And then if you like look I away, I think there's. Or is that the they, they may have added more to it or something because he yeah. he did tell me that there is he said the first level is you walking around picking up notes she left for you in the woods and yeah. the pretense to all of it is that you went to help her move and she's like help me I'm in the woods oh like, I think... this, this is even less than that this is like okay. this is you just come to you're a dude in the woods you just walk around and you pick up a note and then when you pick up a note you're boom. <laughs> and you're just like first person like looking around and if you see him he doesn't move but then you gotta go the other the other way and then if he catches you you just see like the slender man head and you hear like static and he goes rah, 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 right? right and that was it and then you're dead and if you get all of them you make it to day and the game ends like that's what like that's the basic oh, okay. premise of it um but yeah I just remember that like that was one of the first games that I remember watching people play you know they do like that like YouTube like ah, ah shit yeah. ah shit you know like the, that kind of YouTube shit um and I remember playing it with some friends and like turning off all the lights and being like, "Okay, now walk, turn up, turn up the speakers all the way," kind of shit, just to mess around. But, bro, yeah, this sounds like that. It sounds like this. That's the one that I used to play. Sounds like the like the basic, like the primordial game that became the one that your friend was playing. Maybe, um, and I do know he said it was very old. So maybe, yeah, maybe it just like ended up turning into that, or it just that was like the first one, and then somebody was like, "Oh, I can do it better," and then made this. Yeah, one. Um, like Five Nights at Freddy's shit. There is, I need to, you have to come over to my house one night. Mm. There's a game called PT. Oh, yes. Yep. Have you ever played it? You mentioned the one where you could hack the game and you can. The camera. And she was behind you the whole time? They was behind you the whole time. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever played it? Um, no, no, mm -mm. You no, but I, I it, remember it, it, you wasn't it, it was a prequel to, to Silent Hill. It so, all right. So Hideo Kojima, the guy that made all the Metal Gear Solid games, yeah, the guy that's renowned by everybody, even after his most recent game was trash. Shout out Death Stranding. Um, <laughs> like he because Konami, he worked for Konami because Konami's the one that makes Metal Gear Solid. They mm -hmm. also make they're also like the publishers for the Silent Hill games. They got him to work with Guillermo del Toro. Um, who he ended up working with for Death Stranding, but like the whole point was he was going to work with Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. I said that correctly mm -hmm. that time, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And make a Silent Hill game. And so PT came out, and PT is literally one... It's a demo. That's all it is. It is a demo for Silent Hill. And I don't know if it's ever been... like. Kojima and Del Toro were, were, like, it was known that they were going to make, 
I believe it was known they were going to make a Silent Hill game, and then PT came out out of nowhere, and so people were like, "Oh, this is supposed to be what Silent Hill is." And I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, but it, it makes sense that PT is actual actually short for like playable trailer or playable teaser, mm-hmm. um, and it was supposed to be what Silent Hill was going to be because there hadn't been a Silent Hill game in forever, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, Del, uh, Kojima and Konami had a big falling out over Metal Gear Solid Five, and so it, you know, they kicked him out, and then the whole fucking project shuttered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is they removed it from the PlayStation Store, and the only, there's like one. I know people that this shit sounds ridiculous, but you remember how like back in the day, like. Uh, Smash Bros. 64 was the thing, and people were like, no, you can get Sonic, and people were like, no, like, how the fuck do you get Sonic? And they're like, well, if you beat the game, and then do this, and then watch the credits, and then shoot all of the little things that fly by in the credits, and only right. miss specific ones, then Sonic shows up, and then nobody was ever able to do it, and people were like, oh, you just did it wrong. But then come to find out, you know, once the internet became a thing, like, Sonic was never in the fucking game. It was all just a rumor, right? Right. This, I'm, I've heard, and had multiple people try and do it and all fail, but I've heard there's a way to get it on a new PlayStation if you didn't already have it. But it requires like some crazy backdoor fucking horseshit because once you download something, it stays in your library forever. But if they take it off the store, it stays in your library. But I imagine if it if your account doesn't already show it as being in your library from downloading from the PlayStation store, I have to imagine that anytime you connect online, it just flushes it out. You know what I mean? Or it mm. won't let you turn it on. It's just like, yep. nope, you don't have access to it. But mm. with that being said, I need to double check, but I'm pretty sure I have access to that fucking game. And <laughs> if I do, I need you to come over some night, tell Sydney I'm staying in fucking Franklinville, North Carolina for a <laughs> night, and I will hook this up to my TV in the living room, we will turn off every fucking light, and I will be the most scared fucking human on the face of the earth. Because despite it being a fucking video game, it is still absolutely terrifying. Everything about it, I wish with all my heart that it turned into a Silent Hills game. A whole game of what just that one trailer is would have been just the most unsettling thing I'd ever fucking played. Because that that teaser was like the most unsettling thing I've ever played. I and it's literally just... a hallway with one turn. That's the whole right. thing. No, I bro, somebody... I could not do it. Every time, I start, like, every, bro, walking through the hallway once was either, A, like, 30 minutes of me, like, slowly walking through, making sure I'm not missing shit, or B, five seconds of me just, like, like, once one thing went wrong, I was, like, sprinting through, just sprinting through the fucking hallway, I'm out. Like, like I was, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, there was no, like, no, like, oh, I'm, I'm in a video game, I'll just take it slow. It doesn't, it, it did it. I don't know how. Whatever movies tap into to make you fucking, like, jittery when shit's, like, going down, it fucking nailed it. And I hated it. And it was great. I remember there was one shot where, like, somebody, like, opens... Like, there's, like, a door, right? Like, they open a door? Or am I... Maybe. They, like, open a door and there's, like, somebody, like, right there on the other side. Like, their faces, maybe? Or maybe I'm conflating it with Resident Evil 7. Or is Maybe. It- I have no idea. Yeah. I never completed that teaser. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay, okay. Mm-mm. The thing is, is it's also it had some real fucking Hideo Kojima shit where they were like, you had to, 
there were people doing research on like mathematical formulas and like how they correspond with other shit that's in the room and like mm-hmm. people were figuring out like these numbers etched in the small part of the wall look like coordinates that's in russia that means this other thing is probably a russian word and then like they were doing the most but like it like it was necessary to figure out like one part of it because there's like a code on, or like not a code, but you can either like it's either like you set an alarm or a radio or something to a station, mm-hmm. and like to complete it, you have to do that correctly. Um, and I'm sure you could figure it out on random, like by random, but they actually figured it out. Um, but but basically, it's a looping hallway. Like you you walk in the hallway, you you take a right, you walk to the end of the hallway, you open that door, boom, you're back at the beginning of the hallway. Um, but at the end of it. When you open that door at the end, you know, you're out on the street. You know what I mean? Like, you you finally make it out. But it's just absolutely the creepiest, most terrifying shit ever. And I, like, since I have it and you've never played it, I I really do need... Or I can come to fucking Raleigh. Like, at some point, I need you to play (laughs) that. It's such an odd, intense experience. You can fucking have Sydney there. You can have fucking uh, Elliot. I I don't give a fuck who's there. Like, the more people that are all sketched out, the fucking better. Like, I... I, I, I'm going to be like, uh, yeah, uh, Sydney, PT means um, pretty tame. <laughs> pretty tame. <laughs> uh, does she like the tamest movies? game you can play. Um, it's, a, it's a mix. It depends. Okay. So, like, we watched A Quiet Place 1 and 2, and she was able to take it mostly from, like, reading the plot, or if I was able to be like, this is what's going to happen, like, the big intense stuff. She just doesn't like, like, jump scares. Um, there's not... I mean, there's definitely a couple jump scares. Uh, mm-hmm. But... It's also just, like, even when shit's not happening, you're just on fucking edge, bro. There is... I I want to say, like, the first couple times you walk through it, it's a normal fucking hallway. Mm-hmm. Then, one time you walk through it, a bunch of shit changes, and, you, like, from that moment forward, you're like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. What's... I'm trying to think of, like... All right, in a, in a scary movie, right? Mm-hmm. Someone is walking through a dark hallway. What is the most awful slash ominous thing you could hear, like in the background? Like, you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, like you're the the main character is just like slowly walking through a hallway, and then you hear something like that sounds kind of far away, and it's one of those where they always like stop and then like try and listen to see what it is or where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Do you do you do you know the situation I'm talking about? It's like um, I guess we'll just do like a creek and not. Not really. All right, a creek so like, would be one. Uh, that that's a that's a fair one, but the one I'm is more specific. The thing I'm looking for is a more specific sound. They use it uh, in video games a lot, and I just assume it's probably in movies all over the place. Which one? What is it? You hear a fucking baby crying, and it's always bad fucking news. Like anytime <laughs> there's a baby crying, and they're like, "There's no baby in the house." You're like, "This is bad fucking news." Like I don't know what the fuck's going on, but this shit's bad. Um, uh, and like you know, when when it all changes. All of a sudden, there's, like, a baby crying, and you're like, <laughs> nope! Like, because I've been through this hallway, and ain't not one fucking toddler in here, bro. <laughs> it's, it's like that, um, there was, like, a short that they eventually made into a movie called Lights Out, where the guy's, like, in a hallway, or he's, like, he's, like, a janitor or something. I think it happens in the movie, and I think it definitely happens in the short. It's, like, a guy in a, in a hallway, and the hallway's lit up, and he's, like, cleaning up, and he turns off the light, and then he's, when he turns off the light, there's, like, a shadow. And then he turns on the light, and there's nothing there. And then he turns it back off, and, it, and the shadow's there. Back on, nothing. 
and then back off, and the shadow's like closer to him. And like that, that was like a, a, a horror short that they eventually made into the big movie. And nah, that bro, sounds like it's like that. My shit's already standing up, bro. Like my, the fucking hairs on my arm are standing up just from you telling me that because it immediately <laughs> made me think of fucking um, hereditary. Oh, uh, bro. Oh, Where she yeah. flips off mm-hmm. the light and she's in the hallway. Flipping back oh, yes. She's Her grandma's no, just like standing no, there, bro. like smiling. I don't, I, no, stop. That movie's fuck, yeah, bro. All right, terrifying. No, nah, we gotta fucking talk about thinking, something else now. This shit's it's dark out. I be, can't talk about this no more. That might be the scariest movie I've ever seen, or the one that I'm like, the one that I I go back to and I think about all the time. It's that one, where I'm like, that shit was fucking like, <laughs> like just watching it. I'm just like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what PT is. PT playing it is like, no, nah, I'm done. Like, yeah, my friend, the friend that was playing the Slenderman game or whatever, he was talking about how like. He had, like, him and, like, five of his friends over, and they would just, mm-hmm. like, one person be controlled, and be like, nah, I can't do it, and just pass the controller off. Like, <laughs> you have to take it from here. And, like, they'd move forward a little bit, like, nah, I need you to fucking take it. It's terrible. It's great. Um, it's one of those things that, for me, was so, like, revolutionary in terms of, like, I didn't know a game could make me that scared. Like, mm-hmm. I've played scary games, and they're eerie, but, like, just by virtue of, like, gameplay mechanics, like, I need to check my inventory, or, like, I'm controlling or walking around or shooting, like, the immersion is immediately gone, right? Mm -hmm. This shit was, like, a whole new level of, like, I ain't never played some shit that had me on edge like this. Like, this is just the worst. Um, And they, like, completely changed how I thought about, like, what a scary game could be. Which I know probably sounds stupid, but I'm being 100% honest. Like, so, um, definitely at some point you need to play that. It's, it's, oh, a, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, I mean, for what it's worth, it's a playable trailer. It is literally like the smallest version of any sort of game ever. And you had heard of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's how fucking big a deal it was when it came out. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I remember, I remember, well, I wasn't like a big, like, I didn't remember like it being connected to Silent Hill, but I remember being like, it's Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro, and sort of from a distance, right? Kind of right. like just like in the background, yeah. Right, but the fact that I'm even talking to you about it in 2021, and this shit, when did PT, oh, well, you know what, fuck my keyboard, when did PT come out? That's not even going to help me. Uh, 2014, seven years later. Um, you know, that's, that's pretty serious. It's a, it's a pretty um, <coughs> big jump. Uh, for pretty for big, yeah. for seven years for later, we'll still be talking about a trailer. Um, yeah, for a game Speaking that never came out and will never come out. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of trailers, okay. There was that big Horizon Forbidden West trailer. I actually, did you watch it? The I, gameplay? I still have not seen it. I've, um, I've seen I watched, screenshots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've I watched like. Oh, I watched most of it because it was like I think like twenty minutes long. I think I watched the back half. Okay. And I there were, there was like one where she fights like um what's it called like a mastodon, right? Like a, a mammoth. And I was like, oh, I need this. <laughs> I need this game because it's like she's fighting it on like a beach because the the game takes place, you know, it's the sequel to Forbidden or Horizon Zero Dawn. It's Horizon Forbidden West, and I think it takes place in San Francisco, whereas the first one took place mostly in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it matters because it's like you know all different types of greenery and shit but anyway so she's fighting this elephant on like a beach and like mm-hmm. the thing is splashing the water and you can see like the light glistening and I was like oh, I need this game I need this <laughs> game as soon as possible yeah I think I tweeted out when the, the footage came out I was like I honestly think looking back I think 
Horizon Zero Dawn might be my favorite game of all time. Like, damn. Like, in terms of just, like, how much fun I had playing it. And, like, I look back on, like, the memories of, like, discovering places and, like, how I felt beating it and, like, how I felt, like, being with the characters and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, that her, her... Like, there was one scene where she meets up with her, um... That friend with the handlebar mustache, who's like her commander buddy, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, it's him!" I don't even remember his name. I was like, "Oh, it's him! He's back in the game! Oh my god, he's he's back in the game! Oh my buddy, I missed you so much!" And so I was like, "Damn, like I I really missed like being in this world." And so that made me sort of solidify my feelings toward the first one. And so this one, I cannot wait for this one. Um, my what would make me sad would be that they would overstuff it. And that's what I've heard kind of what happens in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, where there is just so much crap and you end up playing yeah. close to like a hundred hours and you're barely making a dent in the gameplay. Um, I hope that's not the case. I hope there's like one where it's like manageable and you can actually get your hands around it and it can be big, like, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, but, you know, I know people who have a hundred percented that one. So like, I'm hoping that it's not, you know, overbearingly huge. The, I don't think I wouldn't be too too worried about that. I mean, I guess realistically, there's not any reason that couldn't happen. Um, but just based on that studio, the type of games they've done, um, and and it being like a Sony exclusive, I have to imagine they're not going to do something like that. And, and like mm-hmm. the Assassin's Creed games are always a terrible example because. I think the reason the Assassin's Creed games are stuff like that now is because they have no fucking direction. They have no idea what mm-hmm. the fuck they're doing with these games anymore. Like, Assassin's Creed games used to be like, climb up to this high spot, get a vantage point, see what's going on, find the person you need to kill, infiltrate, kill him. Now it's like, all out war, middle of the street. Like, like Build yeah. the city, yeah. you control the city, you build your clan, and yeah. Right, and it's like, but it's like, you're a Spartan. You know, it's like, what the fuck are we talking about now? Like, like, we're not even trying to act like we're an assassin. We're just, like, a dude in the middle of a war. Like, dude, it, it's just so over the top. And they, they ruined, like, what little bit of backstory they had. And I think I think that's basically what happens, right? Like, you're like, we're going to make a game. What is it about? I don't fucking know. Cool, just put a lot of shit in it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you have to worry about that. Especially with something that's as story-driven as these games are. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yes. I think I think we're in good hands. Um, oh God, I hope so. Um, and so this one, they said that they're 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 trying to finish it up by the end of this year. I think the, the article I read about it, they were saying like we don't want to give a date because the moment you give a date, motherfuckers get mad. Right. So they're saying like it look it's looking like holiday season this year, but you know it's sort of like they're on pace to finish it then, but they don't you know the moment you go November twenty fifth and you don't hit November twenty fifth. Or you, you, you squeeze and you crunch to finish it by then. Or if you push it back, people get angry. They're like, how could you? Whatever. And, you know, they don't understand. Um, yeah. yeah, so it is what it is. I, I If they have to push it to next year to make it better, fine by me. I do not mind. Ironically, um, I, think, I think Cyberpunk has helped that aspect of things a little bit. Which is, I don't know if you know about Cyberpunk 2077. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It got delayed a few times. And then they finally fucking put it out. And it was still a giant heap of fucking garbage. So much yeah, oh yeah. so that you can, you, for like six months now, you cannot buy it on the PlayStation Store. 
it is not available to be purchased. Jesus Christ. Because when it first came out, so many people had to refund it because the shit straight up didn't work. Like, I remember seeing the clips of like people being like, you walk up to a car and the car just explodes or like goes flying into the air. Right. And like track, like it, it, and so people like Tony was literally handing out refunds left and right. And they're like, fuck this, we're taking it down. And they still have not put it up. And I think the immense failure of that game has kind of bought people some leeway. You know what I mean? It's like, they pushed it back three times. It still came out like garbage. And so it's like, one, they probably fucked up some. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. two, maybe we should stop trying to push people and hold people to things so early. You know what I mean? Like, like, right. If you got to push it back at this point, like, I'm not happy about it. But, like, if that's what it takes for this game to be, like, playable in the way it should be, then fine. So... <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I remember hearing all that shit, like, about how terrible it was and how, like, like, like not one, like, a patch wasn't going to fix it. Like, this game was broken. So, you're right. I, I mean, hopefully people realize that, you know, you let them take their time. And if you set a date, people are going to get mad. But I'd rather, I mean, hopefully people understand that now. And hopefully, you know, not just on the, on the developer side, but on the customer side, you go, oh, if we try to rush them, this game will suck. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's like kind of what you hope for. And I think, honestly, I think the biggest problem with Cyberpunk was that they pushed it back like three or four times and then still put it out like that. You know what I mean? Like, you, mm-hmm. like if you're going to push it back three or four times, you might as well push it back fucking seven or eight and actually right. just make sure it's like the best shit ever when it comes out. Like, do not push it back and then still put out something that everyone's like, whoa, this is bad. Do not right. do that. <laughs> So, um, also, this is going to sound like I'm just being a giant fanboy. And this is coming from someone that had a 360, not a PS3. The whole time I've had this PS4, does Sony ever fucking miss on their exclusives? Bro, like, when you really (laughs) think about it, they're all fucking 10 out of 10. Like, Last of Us, 10 out of 10. Uncharted, 10 out of 10. Horizon Zero Dawn, 10 out of 10. Spider-Man, 10 out of 10. Ghost of Tsushima, 10 out of 10. God of War, 10 out of 10. Like, how is that possible? (laughs) Like, even I've heard the the new uh, Ratchet Ratchet and Clank, the one that just came out, I think. I've heard that's fucking amazing. This month is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even even going back, I didn't have a PS3. Even going back to like PS2, Jack and Daxter. I don't know if you ever played Jack that. and Daxter. I, I didn't, great. but I remember that was good. Sly Cooper, fucking. I great. was going to say Sly Cooper. People are pissed because they ended that franchise, and they're like that was that shit was really really good. Yeah, it's like I don't understand how it's possible. Like especially when we go over to again, I'm gonna sound like I'm being a fanboy, but I'm just being 100 percent honest and like legitimate with this. Halo, not what it used to be. Gears, not what it used to be. Like, Forza's still mm-hmm. good for yep. for Xbox. But, like, I, I feel like all the Xbox exclusives have just kind of, like, just middling. And I just don't understand. I don't understand I enough they... about game development and funding and blah, blah, blah to be able to point a finger at, like, how... Because there's no way that Sony just picked the good studios and just nailed it every single time, right? Like, like right. you should put out a dud every so often just because, but they do not. And I just don't know what the secret sauce is. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, my, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, you know, Microsoft for a while there, I mean, there was like a stretch there where they were like... They were you know, the exclusives. Had, 
Right, you had Halo 2 in like 2004, you had uh, Gears of War in 06, you had Bioshock in 07, so like right there, that little, like, that, that like, there's like a few years ago, like these guys are ready, like, like this, they're going to take over, right? But right. you're right, like, you know, the last few years, especially I think the one-two punch of Spider-Man and God of War, you go, okay, this is like, the, the peak of gaming is right here. Right. It's these two. It's just fucking... The Last of Us 2 last year. Right, that's what I'm saying. How do you never fucking miss, bro? I just don't... <laughs> he don't miss. <laughs> he, he, he go. He's uh, spitting. <laughs> he don't miss. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, I just don't get it. Um, that's all I was gonna say on that. It's it's just like yeah. I just and so Horizon Forbidden West. I'm just gonna assume they're not gonna miss. <laughs> yeah, and same thing with uh, God of War two got pushed back. That one did get pushed back. That one's definitely yes. 2022. Um. The but only, same thing, same deal. For me, take your time. Take your time. The, the only negative, and I don't know if it's the case with Forbidden West, um, but I do believe I read that it was the case with God of War 2. The only negative to those, mm-hmm. and it's not even because they got pushed back or anything like that. It's just like what I feel like I've heard is that I believe they're also going to be available on PlayStation 4. And that's like a double-edged mm-hmm. sword. So like on the on the positive end... PS5s are super fucking hard to come by, um, right. as evidenced by your boy. Um, but like, they're super hard to come by. So putting this out on PS4 also, it's now more available, right? right? The problem is, is that when you put something out for both a new generation and an old generation, you are basically hamstringing the the first one, the new, the or yeah, sorry, the new one. Your hand, like yeah. you're you're hindering the new one because. Now, like, small things like, oh, this is a higher resolution and higher frame rate. Like, that all that all can be done. Like, you can make that different from, you know, PS4 to PS5. That's not a problem to do. You can, you can give it better stuff on PS5 than PS4. Stuff like draw distance, which is basically, like, how far away does... How far away is something when it actually loads in, right? That stuff can be changed, PS4 to PS5. All mm. that stuff... The problem is when you have certain like intensive mechanics in game and like now we're we have to leave those on the cutting floor or else it won't fucking run on PS4. And if it right. does if we decide to not cut it and like you know you have it on PS5 and not on PS4, then it just becomes a drastically different game. The best way I can right, explain right. is like the trailer for this Ratchet and Clank game. I haven't I haven't seen new trailers for it, but when it first got announced, it was talking about how like there's a portal gun and you literally shoot the portal anywhere, like any surface, mm-hmm. any spot. And you can walk through that portal and be in a different level. Like there's nothing that PS4 will ever be able to do to make that real. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you decided to make that game for PS4 and PS5, you have to cut that whole fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like that whole right, thing right. has to fucking go. And so now your game's like, like it was, it could have been so much better. So I, I'm interested to see what happens with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think you're totally right. I mean, I think you sort of, when you're in the drawing board, you don't go, oh, we need something that fits both. It's got to work for both. Instead of being like, what can I do to push 
the PS5 to, like, the limits of what it can do, right? Right. Like, I want to see what this engine can do. Fuck all that PS4 limitations. Like, I want to expand and go past it, right? And I think until most people have PS5s or they stop doing games and they go, you know, this one isn't going to be on the 4, it's just the 5, until that happens, you know, kind of, like, around the time that The Last of Us 1 dropped for the PS3 or the PS3, right? Yeah, the PS3, right around the time that dropped, you know, they had moved past the 5 or the 2 by then, right? Same thing yeah, with, it, like, it um, God of War like, and Spider-Man. I think PS3, right. I think Last of Us only came out on the PS3, like, a year before the PS3's life cycle ended. Um, yeah. But the main thing is that, like, like you said, like the you, same thing you with, usually like, get, the... like, two years. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe a year, maybe two years. Now I'm worried that because of the shortage, you know what I mean, it might be three years. And that's why, if you notice, like, every PS3, like, the PS3... In fucking, they have seven-year lifespans, basically, and I don't remember the seven-year cap. But just to make it easy, we'll say 2000 to 2007. So, mm-hmm. PS3 comes out in 2000, and that same PS3 is the thing that's out in 07, right? Like, the first PS3 in 2000, mm-hmm. it's the same PS3 in 2007. By the time we get to 2007, if you plug a fuck, or you put a disc in of a game that just came out... Versus one that came out in 2000. That shit is the most drastically different fucking level of gaming. Because one. They didn't have to worry about it being on a PS2. And two. People that have been making these games have gotten more used to what it can do. So they know what corners Mm -hmm. they can cut. They know what puzzle pieces they need. Like, And you get the most crisp fucking excellent version of that. And unfortunately you push that life cycle back. When you. You know what I mean? Because like the thing is. is Whatever they used to make a PS5. Is only going to be good for three and a half, seven years, you know, cause they might come out with like a PS five pro, like they did a PS four pro. Right. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in there, you know, they're going to make either a better version or they're just going to have to come out with a PS six. Cause it's only good for so long before it's getting overshadowed by everything. The problem is, is that when you do this, you have this issue, you know, maybe before we were getting five years of PS five only shit where it just keeps getting better and better. Now it might be fucking three and a half years or four years. You know what I mean? Like, and so mm-hmm. now things get iffy. It's like, what is your investment worth now? You know what I mean? Um, right, right. So that's it. But either way, I, like, no. I just have enough faith in Sony Studios based on what I've seen so far that I'm just like, yeah, they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I think, I think they've earned our uh, benefit of the doubt, you know, until they, they give us not even one clunker, I think two clunkers in a row. That's when I'll be like, okay, all right, something's up. But until then... I'm, you know, I'm on board. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with whatever, you know, they, they release. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, this, the last thing I want to talk about is, well, well, actually we'll do both of these super quick. So let's do the, the, the last one first, which is to say okay. that Julio Jones was traded to the Titans. And what's yeah. funny is I heard that and I was like, that's a great fucking trade. And I was like, we didn't mention that one at all. Like, no, nope, <laughs> no. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I don't think we did yet. Cause I think. Well, we mentioned AJ Brown, I think, right? I think we mentioned him. Maybe I think I don't we remember talking about what it, what it's worth to have every an elite team, receiver. Yeah, yeah, every team having like a stud, and I was like, you know, AJ Brown. But I, I, I never was like, you know, hey man, imagine AJ Brown next to Julio, right? right? I was always, I didn't even think about it. Um, so when it happened, I was like, damn it, I should have said them instead of the Ravens. But um, I, I think it's a, it's a good trade. I, I think you know they didn't give up the first, which I think uh, would have been too much. I think they gave up a second and a third. Um, which for some, you know, it's not great, right? Like just the third would have been nice, but you know, you, you, you give that second for the name, right? Julio Jones. Like I said, one of the best wide receivers of the last 10 years. Right. And also like for what it's worth, if you know, 
we shit on the Celtics last episode for never, you know, compiling all these assets and never jumping for the window. Yeah. Like, right. the Titans, the makeup that they have, which is, you know, Ryan Tannehill playing better than we ever knew he could play, Derek Henry just being an absolute fucking monster, and A.J. Brown. Like, I don't know what better of a window you're going to get anytime soon. Right. I'm not saying right. that that's this is your best chance to ever win a title, but I'm saying, like, based on the factors we have, this is the right time to push for it. You know what I mean? Right. Also, you're kind of uniquely... You're kind of uniquely uh, built to maybe play against the Chiefs, right? And that, like, you can just fucking run and grind it out and keep it out of Patrick Mahomes' hands for as long as possible. And, you know, maybe yeah. maybe your best chance to make that work is that you, you had A.J. Brown before, but now A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, when you try and grind it out for two run plays and you're stuck on third and eight, now you have two extremely good options. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... It becomes a lot harder to defend third and eight with Julio Jones and AJ Brown. You know what I mean? Right. So right, right, and like um, what was I say? And they were just in the conference championship, you know, two years ago, right? They right. beat the they beat the Ravens, and I think they were up against the the the, the Chiefs. I mean, I think everybody in the playoffs that year was up ten to nothing or ten by ten points, and they lost the lead, of course. But um, they're right there, and I think this year, I think they made the playoffs. They just didn't win any games, so I think. I don't think this is the missing piece, but it's definitely at least you're like, like you said, they're like going for it. They're trying for it, right? They know mm-hmm. that Derrick Henry more than likely only has about you know two or three years left, right? right so exactly. They're they're in like win mode, win now mode, which I think is great. It's like the Bills, right? You like you go for it, you put your all your chips in, rather than being like, well, you know, we'll see what happens in the draft. Maybe next year we'll get a little better. It's like, no, nah, bitch, go for it now, right. right? It's like the Nets. It's like, you either go for it now, make the trades happen, and you win the title, and the, the next year you find you figure out who gives a shit. You figure it out in the future. Yeah, you can do all that piddly little, like, let's see how it works in the draft. Blah, blah. You can do all that until you're making runs in the playoffs. And then, once you, to me, once you start winning, like, you get past the first round, you get past the second round in the playoffs, you have to go for it. Like right. from now Conference forward, championship is until huge. until you lose a major piece in what run, in that run, like a major piece of that team that happened during that run, until you lose one of those, you have to just keep going for it. Because the thing is, is like, I I don't know what the if if the Titans decided now wasn't the time to push for a championship. When is the time to push for a championship? Just whenever you mm-hmm. happen to fucking stumble into a Super Bowl game, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is the most obvious thing. Like, we made it to the conference championships and we came up short. What do we need? One more piece. Who is it? Julio Jones. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he is the last piece, but, like, I get why you're just like, fuck it. Like, we're going for it. Like, we have to. We, we've gotten close. This is the closest we've been in a long time. This might be the mm-hmm. closest we ever get in a long time. So, yep. I mean, you just have to go for it. And I, I love seeing teams go for it. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. one thing that, you know you don't always see in sports and it's like kind of frustrating. You know what I mean? Like you see teams right, that are like right. right on the edge and they're like, they just keep stockpiling assets or never making the move. Right. Right. You know, like somebody like the Bengals, which I know have always been notoriously cheap. You know, they've always, there was a stretch there where they always made the playoffs every year and they always lost in the first round, that first Saturday afternoon game. Right. right. I think maybe they won one once. Right? right. So like if they had been there, you know, either when they had AJ, um, Andy Dalton and they had AJ Green and they were both like really really good 
or when they had Carson Palmer and Chad Johnson, it's like a couple of moves here and there, dude, and you are in the conference championship. But right. they are so cheap or they're so uh, nebbish that they're like, I don't know. we can't, I don't know. That might not be the move. But it's like, you know, you either do it or you get left behind. Right. Like the Bengals have. Yeah. Right. And I know it's I know it's different because it's a different sport, different whole like salary structure. But like that's one thing people always shit on the Yankees for like spending more money than everybody else in, in baseball. Right. And my thing was always like, they're like, you can't like we don't have enough money to spend like the Yankees do. And my answer was always like, bullshit. Like every one of the people that owns your team is like a fucking billionaire. Like just fucking like. They can, they can if they wanted to. So don't get mad at like, you know, our team because our owners like fuck it, I'll spend whatever. And that's like yep. the one thing that I will say about Jerry Jones. You know, whether you like him or not, he's he's like, nah, I just want to win. Like I don't like maybe he makes bad decisions to make it happen, but like it's always been like number one, like win. Like I don't care what I gotta pay, I don't care what I gotta do, I don't care who I have to pick up. Like if if I think it'll make us win. We're doing it. And it's like the same yeah. thing with the Yankees. And so it's it's nice to see a team to like the Titans to just be like, whatever yeah. we got to do, yeah, I mean, try to fucking win. You know, um, like you said, Jerry Jones, you know, he'll, he'll go for like the big trade and sometimes it'll work right. like with Amari Cooper. And then sometimes it won't like with Roy Williams. Right. right. Like, you know, like it, it's, but at least he went for it. Right. And right. this time it worked out this, this most recent one. Yeah. So yeah. it's weird. Cause it's a super fine line. Cause like I always shit on like, you know, James Dolan and the Knicks because we would make the big splashy trade. But the difference was, is that like, we were in contention. Like, like we would be a super bad team and they'd be like, fucking trading to get Carmelo Anthony, like trade away the only future we have. Or like, or yeah. like, I mean, he's, or, I think he was a free agent, but like, right. Or you sign them when they're like past their point. Right. right. And it's like, but we weren't even close to begin with. Why did you do this? Mm-hmm. You know, you spend fucking 130 million on fucking Joe Kim Noah or whatever. And it's like, we, first of all, no. Second of all, we weren't even close, so you can't even act like this was just the last magical piece you thought. You know what I mean? Like, so it's this fine line you gotta walk between, like, jumping for it when it's necessary, and then just being like, nah, it's just not time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So, um, anything else you wanted to cover on? Or do you want to push that? Do you want to push that one for next week? Or, or no, should we, we can talk, talk about, about this one real quick, just because I think it, I, I I got a good laugh out of it. I don't think yeah. there's much here other than like a good like. Why yeah. are you lying? Why are you always lying? Um, mm-hmm. Which is that um, apparently uh, Jay Williams uh, made a remark about uh, Kevin Durant, in which he said that Kevin Durant um, came up to him at a party, right? Came up to him at a party after he had said something about, you know, people comparing him and Giannis. And apparently, Kevin Durant at the party said, don't ever compare me to Giannis. <laughs> Which is hilarious. That's so funny. Cause then, and then Kevin Durant tweeted, can I read his tweet? Yeah, please. <laughs> so Kevin Durant, the most online basketball player of all time. The man got caught with a burner account and he didn't delete everything. He was like, yeah, so what? Um, said, mans will do anything to advance their careers in this media shit. Wanting to be accepted by an industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Keep me out of that corny ass talk about who's better and legacy and all that dumb dumb ass shit. I don't even want to talk like I don't even talk like that. Um, Bro, get the fuck out of here. Like, first of all, Jay. I'm not saying Jay Williams is like a media fucking magnet, but like 
it's not like he's some fledgling dude just trying to make it in ESPN, right? Right. Like he, and it's not like it was like a horrific lie. It's not like KD, KD came up to me and he said, he oh, said, man, this is a my, fucking Giannis bitch. Is a bitch. <laughs> Giannis is a bitch and my hair looks like, uh, it's like falling apart worse than LeBron's. <laughs> um, right? Like, he didn't right. say anything bad. He was just like, don't compare me to Giannis. Which, you could, I mean, they're, what, they're tall? Like, that's like the only thing that they have, like, in common, right? And they're dominant well, in the paint. Yeah, well, the the Jay Williams thing was he was saying that, like, they were on the same level basketball-wise. Like, like they mm. were in the same tier. And then, oh, okay. And then KD was like, don't ever compare, like, don't ever compare to Giannis to me. And so, like that's same, why, oh, okay. and that's why when Jay Williams brought it up again, he was saying, like, when he brought it up on air for the first time, because apparently this was a private conversation. Um, when he brought it up on air the first time, he was basically using that to say, like, KD was right. Like, if you listen to the context, he was like, you know, KD said, don't ever compare Giannis to me. And he was pointing to film of KD torching the fucking bucks and being like, KD's just on a different level. Like, Giannis isn't there yet. Like, it was such a positive point towards KD to make and he right. still took offense to it and then the other <laughs> thing is this happens all the fucking time with Kevin Durant like remember he had a thing with Stephen A. Smith where he's like nah I didn't say that he, now he has Jay Williams nah I didn't say that bro stop you, nobody one cares where... about you enough to just continue lying about these things you've said like, is that the <laughs> one where he was like where Stephen A. was like you don't want to make an enemy of me Yes, that I which is shooters. also hilarious, also <laughs> hilarious and over the top. But like, uh, my point is like, why do you? Okay, maybe the first time, right? Like, maybe the first time you didn't actually say that thing, bro. If you didn't say these things, how is it that every single person is coming up with these fake stories that you have to come out and defend? You know what I mean? Like, mm. stop. Like if that was the case, this shit would people would be talking about this shit with everybody, not just you. You know what I mean? <laughs> people would be coming out, and be like, Kyrie was at a party. He told me Le- LeBron James is fucking whack and trash at basketball, and that he carried those Cleveland Cavaliers teams. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if people were just making up shit to further their career, I promise it wouldn't just be UKD. Like there are people that there are other players that people like less that they would lie on to like make a thing. And again, right. Jay Williams isn't like just fucking some Joe Schmo on like ESPN three. You know what I mean? Like, right? He's not fucking Trent Dilfer or whatever. You can't lose games and not win in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, dog, stop right. it. Hey, stop. Get some help. Get some, get some uh, help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, before we before we wrap up the episode, did you watch the clip? Of Jim Calhoun today? Yes, bro. That's when he's talking about Emeka Okafor? You know They're what? not bad. They're not bad. You know what killed me? Is that, like, I felt bad, right? Because Jim Calhoun has clearly fielded this, the question he thinks he got a thousand times at this point. Mm-hmm. But then, this reporter asks a question that is not what he thinks it is. The reporter says, like, what do you think... Ryan Gomes has that people didn't see when he was recruited. And so, like, I can understand how Jim Calhoun could immediately take that as, like, oh, you're trying to say I didn't recruit him? But I can also see where the reporter's like, no, I don't, I'm not saying you fucked up. I'm saying there's a lot of people that didn't see this, and what is the difference? Right? Like, 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 right. 
what skill does he show that you didn't realize he had? That's all I'm asking. And he's like, you want me to say I fucked up? You want me to say I, I fucked, fucked up? up? <laughs> there, five times. I said five it. times I said I fucked up. And I'm like, the whole time the reporter's <laughs> got to be like, what is happening? Like, like I did not even try and do this. Why is he so <laughs> mad right now? Like, you ever gotten, you ever been like talking to someone and they just get like irrationally pissed off and you're like, I don't even know what I said to set this off. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not, because again, I, like I said before, you seem more laid back, like you're less likely to find yourself in these situations. But mm-hmm. like, I've definitely said stuff before where people get mad, and I'm like, I don't even know what happened. Like, like, and then they start taking shit personally, and I'm like, I'm so lost right now. Like, like, like now we're both mad, but I don't even know why. Like, I don't know what happened. And that's what happened with that reporter. Like, Jim Kyle was like, I fucked up. I took a Mecca, I fucked up. A Mecca <laughs> was six, he's like, a Mecca was 6'5", 225 high school, I fucked up. And the, the reporter's like, what's going on here? I just wanted to know, like, I just wanted to know what we all missed. Because the whole thing is he doesn't even point out Jim Calhoun as the guy that missed it. He goes, right, right, right. What did, like what did we see? Like, what, what, what is on the court that none of us saw? And he's mm-hmm. like, I fucked up for the fifth time. I fucked up. <laughs> I answered this question a hundred times. Could not be more obvious. I fucked up. I'm like, uh, whoa. They're not bad. And it's so funny because now I now I've I've incorporated that into sort of when I talk or yeah, so, like when I get in conversation and stuff. So like I'll be driving right. Yeah. And I'll take with Sydney and I'll accidentally take the wrong exit or something or I'll take <laughs> the long way and it takes a little bit more time. And she's like, this is like a different way. Like, this, that took longer. I'm like, I took the right way, right? Let me just say, I fucked up. I fucked up. I took the wrong way. I took the wrong way. I took the 49. They're I not saw, bad. I saw exit 130. It wasn't bad. It was 129 bad. was better. I fucked up. They're not bad. They're not bad. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I took exit 130. I could have taken exit 122. I was supposed to take exit 129. I fucked up. What do you want me to say? They're not bad. They're not bad. Did you watch the other clip where he talks about not a dime back? Not a dime back. No, I I, I, I didn't I didn't watch that one yet. I, I okay. was at work and I I, I thought it was going to be that I fucked up one and I noticed it wasn't and it was longer mm-hmm. and so I like yeah. paused on it and then like you sent me the other one later and I like went back and watched that one. I fucked yeah. up. It's just how aggressively he's defending an <laughs> argument that has not been made against him. Like like, oh, yes. Yes. like like you are defending yourself against this fucking imaginary person and he imaginary first, question. That that is literally the first internet person to get the first internet person getting <laughs> coming up with their figurative person to get mad at <laughs> yes like, no one asked you that question no one said you fucked up he's like i told you a hundred times I, I i fucked up that's five times like what did I have? <laughs> yeah and then the then he says what kills me is that you can't see the reporter but he, mm-hmm. he goes why are you shaking your head to the reporter. And then I'm mm. like, the reporter's shaking his head because he didn't fucking ask you this question and now you're just a volatile dickhead. Like, like that's right. why he's shaking his head. That's fair. Like, <laughs> the reporter's like, I didn't even fucking... He's like looking down at his notes. He's like, I didn't even fucking ask this question. What's going on? Uh-huh. And then he's like, why are you shaking your head? I fucked up. It's just the most uh-huh. hilarious thing ever, bro. Oh, man. Oh, bro. That's so good. <clears throat> so funny. If you're... If anyone that ever listens to this podcast... Mm somehow magically has a aversion to profanity. This last five minutes of us making fun of Joe Calhoun is not the not the episode to listen to. They're not bad. They're not it's a good bad. episode. They're not bad. I listened to the first hour, 15 minutes. It wasn't bad. It was good. Last five minutes, I fucked up. <laughs> oh, 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 God. 
Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, that's the episode. Um, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And also, I don't know if you hear. I don't know if your God just tried to fucking light my house on fire with a lightning <laughs> bolt because I said I fucked up so many times this episode, but it's coming for me. Um, but you can catch me at T Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Evercastro92 on Instagram. And if you want to catch the podcast directly, you can catch me, uh, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us, Different Animals Podcast at gmail.com. Um, as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. See you.